Hi, I am Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life. You're taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. I help individuals with an inner desire who are having a difficult time making progress to fulfill their goals to find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday lives. And I can help you. Thanks for joining me. Hi, this is Jocelyn. Thank you so much for listening to the Meliora Mentor Podcast. I hope that some of the things we go over today and talk about will help you to find thoughts that you can immediately implement into your life to make it better for you and hopefully for those around you. Less than a year ago, as I was preparing to go to bed, I was afraid, but I wasn't afraid for the reason that you might think I was afraid. I wasn't afraid because I was home alone and noises were creeping me out. I wasn't afraid of the animals that we can come sometimes here in the evening around our home. We kind of live in the country, but I wasn't afraid of that. And I hadn't just watched a creepy show that had my mind racing with every worst case scenario. No, it was none of those things. I was afraid that the baby was going to wake up a lot. Really afraid. Almost discouraged afraid. Can any of my other fellow mamas with a newborn relate to this feeling of being afraid how much your baby might make up? wake up in the night. Yeah, I have totally been there. This particular day, the night before, she had been up eight times in the night. That is once every hour. And if you've never been woken up once every hour, it can make for a rather tired day. It can make for a rather tired me, a rather tired mama. And this mama does not do that great on little sleep. I kind of turn into the mama bear. (laughs) So I went to bed fearful that I was going to be frequently woken up again through the night. And I felt like I needed sleep. I'm going to talk about two more sleep-related scenarios before we jump into the good applicable stuff that you can use in your life. Here is our next scenario. It's a Saturday morning, the only day of the week that you have to sleep in. And your baby starts fussing at 6.30 in the morning. You moan, you groan, you grunt, you sigh, you put the pillow back on your head and just cross your fingers and start praying that she or he falls back to sleep. Here is our last scenario related to sleep. You finally got the baby to sleep. They have been irritable, fussy, cranky, needing a lot of attention all morning. And they didn't take a good morning nap. So you figure that this afternoon's going to be pretty awesome, that they're going to take a solid two, three hour nap. And in your mind, you're kind of banking on it. Then, your rambunctious three-year-old, who is still learning to be quiet during naps, even though it's been ten months, 
slams the front door running in to bring you a dandelion, and it wakes the baby up. Can any of my fellow moms relate to some or all of these incidences related to sleep? How do you handle these situations when you're tired, when you just want to sleep longer, when you are craving a few minutes of solitude during nap time? I can tell you the way that I tend to respond and have responded in the past, and that is just to let it irritate me and bother me and be upset all day long about it. Does anyone else feel this way? I just need sleep. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I didn't get to sleep in. I can't get anything done around this place because the baby won't sleep. (laughs) Do you relate to any of those? If so, you and me are friends (laughs) because... Those are all thoughts that I have had, and I still have to work on to this day. But today I want to give you some tips to deal with feeling some of these emotions, some thoughts that you can try thinking, and see if they help you and serve you when you're feeling tired, exhausted, frustrated, and annoyed, specifically related to the lack of sleep. The first tip is to try telling yourself a new story. We don't really realize this unless we're consciously thinking about it, but our minds are always telling us stories. They're always believing something that we tell it. So in the case of the first scenario, I was afraid. And I told myself that it was going to be terrible if she woke up every hour again, that I wasn't going to be able to get through, that I was going to be exhausted, that I was going to be the grouchy mama bear, and I didn't know if I was going to live. (laughs) And my mind was telling me this story, that this story was what was going to happen if she woke up every hour through the night. But I want to challenge you to try telling yourself a different story. Instead of telling yourself, oh, I'm going to hate this, it's going to be terrible, like pre-thinking that it's going to be terrible and that you're going to hate it, is definitely seeds to plant that your fruit's going to grow that way. It's going to be terrible and it's going to be horrible. So try telling yourself, I can do this. God is going to help me through whatever I need to get through tonight. Maybe my baby needs some extra tender love and care from her mom. She just needs to be cuddled close. Maybe her stomach is reacting to something and maybe I can start problem solving to help her get more sleep. Because I'm sure this is not fun for her either, as all of us need those precious hours of beauty sleep. Do you see how some of those stories help us to think about this situation in a brighter and better light? One that seems more doable and not so dreadful. So that is the first tip, is to try telling yourself a different story. Next, I want you to start thinking about the thoughts you have thought, (laughs) the thoughts you think around sleep and lack of sleep. I had thoughts that if I didn't get enough sleep, it was going to be a big deal, that it was going to affect me, that it was going to be hard. And I remember listening to a podcast a few years ago when I was in the midst of having babies and nap times, which I'm still in that midst. (laughs) At the time of this recording, my baby is... 10 months old. And anyways, on that Jodi Moore podcast, one of her little free giveaways was these quotes. And one of the quotes, 
I printed it and it's still hanging in my bathroom because it was that important to me. But it said, not getting enough sleep isn't a big deal. And that was a new thought for me. Because in my past, not getting enough sleep was a big deal. And it felt like a big deal. And I created it to be a big deal. But this thought and holding on to this thought, like, you know what? I'll probably live through a little bit of lack of sleep was much more doable for me than hanging on to this is terrible. As most of you moms of newborns and past moms who have had newborns know, you don't really get a lot of sleep that first year. Or at least for me, it's tended to be a full year with all my babies. And at times, it is hard. It is difficult. And it is not easy. And I know that. But I want to give you more and different thoughts that you can think that will serve you better. That will help you to enjoy motherhood more and not be so resentful or annoyed if your baby wakes up earlier (laughs) than expected. My past reaction with the third scenario, when someone wakes up the baby, (laughs) and depending on the day I still feel this way, is to get irritated. And almost, if I haven't checked in with my emotions, if I haven't done the things that I frequently do on a daily basis to, in a sense, emotionally declutter, if I've been kind of bottled up, I tend to lash out on my kids and blame them and get upset at them and in even some cases make them cry, which breaks my heart to talk about it now. But this is where we get real and raw and that's where we learn and that's where we grow and that's where I'm trying to learn and grow and I'm trying to teach you along the way. And I do want to say that sometimes you do just need to sit down and cry about it. I've cried over many lost naps. (laughs) This is a real thing. So sometimes if you need to sit down and cry, that is okay. Do it. But sometimes redirecting our thought can do the trick. And for an example in this scenario, I want you to take your mind to gratitude. Instead of being annoyed, frustrated, which you probably will be anyways, take a few deep breaths. That will help get rid of the annoyance and the frustration. It will help you think through the situation. And I want you to go to gratitude. Think of everything you're grateful for and anything that can come to your mind. Think of how grateful you are for that wild three-year-old, that they can move, that they have energy, that they are so bright and filled with light, that they thought about you to bring you a special flower. And start listing things you're grateful for. I'm grateful for my car. I'm grateful for my home. I'm grateful for my yard. I'm grateful for my neighbors. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my family. And just keep on going. Deep breathing is going to help in these types of situations. Never underestimate the power of a deep breath in and a deep breath out. It can really help in these situations where we tend to want to lash out or be very frustrated and annoyed. So there are two ways each of these scenarios can go. I was afraid my baby was going to get up through the night, and she did. We went through three or four nights of her getting up every hour on the hour. I felt like a walking zombie. (laughs) But I also found out the reason she was doing that. I was trying to supplement with a formula, and the formula was upsetting her stomach. And poor baby just couldn't get comfortable to sleep well. Some blessed mornings, the baby will fall back to sleep. 
But other times, we just have to work on telling ourselves a different story. That we're going to be okay. Maybe sleep really is overrated. (laughs) And that God is going to help support us. I'll be honest, some of those nights with my babies, I don't know how I made it through other than God was helping me live through those years of sleep deprivation. As I know, He is helping me now, and He is helping you now. As you believe, that thought, that can help serve you as well. And sometimes we do need to literally cry over a lost nap time. Let it out. But don't let it weigh down and affect the rest of your day, your evening, and your week. Mama friends, we are in this together as we try to find our own Meliora, our own better thoughts, our own better version of us for our own better life. If I can work on these tools in my mind and in my thoughts, I know you can too. If this resonates with you and you know someone who could use some of these thoughts in regards to lack of sleep, specifically related to our sweet little babies, (laughs) share this episode. If you want some positive encouragement, I do almost daily videos on positive encouragement and helping you reach your goals and thoughts to think and encourage you to think with a more positive mindset. They're only one to two minutes long, so very short, and they are at Meliora Mentor on Facebook. I do those live at Facebook currently, and I would love for you to join me there. And if you enjoyed this podcast, I know you would relate to how negative emotions can affect you. I have a whole 30-minute class on that, and if that interests you, I will throw the link in the show notes so that you can know how to best deal with some of these negative emotions when they come. And if anybody hasn't told you yet today that you, in- you are incredible, I want to do it now. You, yes, I'm talking to you, you are incredible. You are an amazing mom. Even in your sleep-deprived, messy shirt, frumpy clothes, look that we sport most of the days. <laughs> you are incredible. And you are exactly who your kids need. I am rooting for you in your goals. Thank you for joining me. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.